Need a new set of optics? For more than a decade, Riton Optics has been providing optic solutions for hunters and shooters of all types and disciplines. Check out their Primal line for those products geared more towards us hunters. From binoculars and spotting scopes to your basic 3-9 to nine scopes and longer range crossover models, the Primal line from Riton was made for hunters. Learn more at RitonOptics.com. That's Riton, R-I-T-O-N, Optics.com. Welcome to the Where to Hunt podcast, the podcast that connects public land hunting enthusiasts. Today is September 5th, 2017. I'm your host, Eric Clark, and this is episode number 45, Mental Toughness in Hunting. Uh, I don't know about that in hunting part. We'll see how that goes. But in any case, um, I had guest Cole Sigafoos on the show two separate times, very similar to the Scent Crusher podcast where I had them on two separate times, mainly because of technical errors. So I do apologize in advance for the quality of this episode in terms of the audio quality, but the quality of the topic and the content is top-notch. So uh, go ahead and take a listen to this episode with Cole. It's a great episode that touches on fitness and hunting and how those two are very closely related for obvious reasons. And as you're getting ready for the bow opener here in Wisconsin and many other states across the country, there are a lot of things that you can do as a hunter to prepare yourself even if it's in short order or if you've been preparing all summer long, you know, when you're getting outside, it's good to be as in good a shape as you could be, especially if you're going to be dragging a deer out of the woods. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Cole's got a lot of great information. And if you haven't heard of him, you'll uh, hear from him where to go find him just to see how buff this guy really is and what he actually knows about fitness and hunting. He's got the chops to back it up. So we're going to welcome our guest of the week to the show today. Today we have with us Cole Sikafus of Ohio. Um, Cole, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for taking time out of the woods or off the lake or out of the river to come hang out with me today. <laughs> yeah, you nailed it with uh, coming out of somewhere. I'm always always in the woods or on the lake or in a river. And I was, in fact, I was in all three this past weekend. Hell yeah. I had them all. Ohio's got it going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, um, tell tell uh, me or and or the audience a little bit about yourself. I think I laid out a couple questions here, but just uh, kind of go through and introduce yourself in so far as you know your general background and all that. Yeah, absolutely. My like you said, my name is Cole Sickfoos from uh, Ohio. Here, this is mostly where I do most of my hunting, which is uh, bow hunting. I love bow hunting way more than anything else, but I'm not going to shy away from other stuff. Um, I filmed for some shows on the Outdoor Channel a while back, and uh, I think maybe like one minute of footage I ever filmed actually made it onto the Outdoor Channel. Seriously? And, and, oh, man. Yeah, it's a, it is such a long process from, from start to finish. It's like by the time they edited out everything I filmed and then added all the stuff that from other guys and everything, it's like 
I, I was watching it one day, and I was like, oh, my gosh, that's me. Like, I filmed that part right there, and then two minutes later, it was something else. But Wow. Wow, I never realized that. But, yeah, that's it's, uh, oh, it's crazy, all the different stuff that goes into it. Um, but yeah, that was with the first guys that I started out with, and um, then I hooked up with another team, Team Rip, and we put out some awesome videos. I think most of them should be still on YouTube. If not, follow them on Instagram. They're putting out some good stuff. Team Rip, R-I-P-P or R-I-P? It's uh, Team Rip, R-I-P, Outdoors. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, they're still doing good. And, actually, I haven't pursued it for other reasons, but the other guys on the team, they are all now filming and working with, um, uh, I think it's Outdoor America on the Outdoor Channel. Okay. I think it's. Yeah, I think it's currently actually the longest-running show on the Outdoor Channel. And uh, quite often you can see a lot of our stuff on there. But uh, between them being in and out of the industry, I've also had a fitness side to uh, kind of the rest of my life. I've always wrestled out of high school and in high school and then kind of took that into bodybuilding. And four years later, I think I've only missed – probably easily can say I've only missed one week of lifting in the last four or five years. What were you doing that week of your uh, life? <laughs> Do you recall? <laughs> <laughs> probably chasing white tail. Well, yeah, I'd like to, well, oh, okay, shit, that's another week. I think, yeah, <laughs> went to, yeah, when I went to Wyoming, I was out in Wyoming for a week. Okay. They didn't technically work out, but yeah. I would argue that that was a workout, you know. Absolutely. Um. But, yeah, it's uh, between fitness and hunting, that's kind of consumed most of my life. Um, work-wise, I just took a business full-time this year. Did you I'm start that from the ground up, or did you, did you buy into that? or? No, from the ground up. I, uh, I worked for a company who used to power wash rigs, and I kind of saw what they were doing. I was like, man, here I am working. 14, 15 hours a day for these guys for something I feel like I could do. So I just kind of won it. And I felt like I'm 23 years old right now. So I was like, if I'm going to fail, I want to fail now before I, you know, before I have all the debt to me and the family and everything else. So smart. That's I took it full time this year. Yeah. Hell yeah. So that, that, afford you some time to, that afford you some time to get out in the woods in your off season, I suspect. Yeah. It's a, it's a, like a love hate relationship with the time off. Cause it's like, I still have to be my boss and be disciplined and like yell at myself in my head to go hook up to my trailer and wash today and not hook up to the boat and go fish today. <laughs> so it's a, it, yeah, every day is a mental battle with myself. Yeah, man. But, some days are probably worse than others, I'm sure, when you make that decision. <clears throat> yep. Tough yep. choices right there. Oof. Yeah, self discipline is a, it's a big factor in running your own business. Absolutely. Especially when you really love the outdoors. Absolutely. Well, that's awesome. I mean, hopefully you build a business for until you get to the point where you're, you know, you're you're definitely running the business and not working in the business, and you got people doing things where you can just kind of come and go as you want. That'd be great. Yep, that's the plan. Well, um, so do you hunt mostly uh, public land, private, or do you do a little bit of both? So it's uh, earlier on in the years, kind of while I was in high school and whatnot. I hunted on our lease. We got a lease here in Ohio that uh, roughly 1,800 acres. We're pretty fortunate to have it. It's been the family for a long time between my dad and myself. And uh, 
I think there's 11, 10 or 11 other guys. They're all great guys, and uh, we've got a good management program. Nobody's shooting you know, field judge, trying not to shoot bucks 140 or less, and uh, it's been great and very fortunate to have it. And then uh, in the past probably two or three years as I got older, I started venturing out west, and now I'm hunting public land out west and Kentucky and just traveling all over and having a fun time doing it. That sounds great. That sounds really awesome. Um, I hope yeah, I'm trying to. Oh, go ahead. Trying to get bow. Yeah, just trying to get bow tags wherever I can, really. So, do you find it pretty easy or difficult to hunt different states as far as their their licensing and and the different season dates and all that stuff and trying to find their public land? Is that has that been a pretty decent experience or has that been kind of tricky? Uh, yeah. Some places were and some places weren't because fortunately being in and out of the industry years ago, I kind of had connections throughout. So I was able to call certain people and have those resources. Um, my Wyoming antelope I shot, it was last October. That was all thanks to Matt Myers, North 40 Outdoors. He did a, he set me and my buddy up on the whole thing and I'm very thankful for it. And then, uh, this year is like a complete opposite. I bought a South Dakota mule deer tag and I'm going to hunt some land that I simply saw it on Onyx hunt maps, public yep. land. And yep. I'm going to kind of just wing it. You know, I have no, no idea what I'm going to do. It's better to do. That's just it though. You got to just do. And then whatever you're going to learn from however it goes successfully or unsuccessfully, you'll be like, well, that's the last, that's the last time I do that. Or Holy shit, it worked, you know? And, kind of just go from there that's awesome to just just got to do it that's the best way to be yeah i think uh i think a big difference between people that are successful and this goes with business fitness i mean anything i think a big factor is the people that take action the people that they're not afraid to fail yep and they just go you know because what you learn from that is so much better than just sitting there freaking it's funny that you say that so this is a little personal but um, my background on my phone, my, my like little screen saver thing or whatever. It's a quote from a guy that I follow. You may have heard of him. Um, totally unrelated to hunting at the moment, but it's uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. <laughs> have you ever heard of that guy? Oh yeah. Gary V. Yeah. Oh man. So I've been following Absolutely. him since like 2013, which is kind of how this whole thing started for me. Right. But he uh, has a quote and it says, stop thinking, stop pondering, stop strategizing, stop debating. And just, it says go do. Which sounds like kind of like Nike, but I mean, realistically, the more it's good that you do those things, you you can for a, for up to a point, but then you got to draw that line in the sand and you got to just do it because you're gonna learn more. That's exactly it, man. Yeah, you can learn more from experience, from trying and failing, than you ever will from YouTube videos. I don't care who you know, you follow. You're gonna learn way more when you're there and when you're doing it. And I mean, I'm 23 years old. I I still live with my parents. I'm I'm jumping in my truck and I'm driving to South Dakota and I might see one mule deer. I might see zero. I might see a hundred. But the fact is, whether I come back successful or not, I'm going to come back with that knowledge of, uh, well, I know where not to go. Exactly. Know? Exactly. Ruin it out. Ruin it out. I know where not to go. Next right. time I'll, I'll try. Yeah. Awesome. I know where not to go. I know what tent to buy. I know what, I know what sleeping bag I wish I had. I know, you know, you got it. That's and awesome. now I know, yeah, 
I know just from doing research and whatnot, I know found your app, and if I'd had it out in Montana, or I mean Wyoming last year, it would have saved me a lot of trouble. And this year when I go, I know it's going to help me out a ton. That's awesome. It's all learning factor. That's awesome. That's great to hear. Thanks for thanks for that shout-out there, too. A little um, plug-in. <laughs> can never get enough of those. Um, right. I actually try to run ads in this podcast, but eh, forget it. I don't want to piss people off and bore them. But one of the things I want to circle right. back around to, so I've kind of haphazardly, you know, dipped my toe in the whole um, fitness realm, but not not in the sense that you have. I've never done the bodybuilding competition. I don't have the, uh, I don't, I don't want to say the discipline. I probably don't have the consistency <laughs> to, um, especially on the diet side of things. I think the gym can be way more fun, but when it comes to the kitchen, man, I fall apart. You know, especially when I start burning all these calories from lifting and building all this muscle, and then my appetite spikes, and then that's where I go, oh, great, now I'm going to have a plate of nachos, or I'm going to have that pizza, <laughs> and it just goes downhill from there quick, and I get in this cycle where it kind of ebb and flow for me, but the the fun part for me is I end up doing mo- most of my working out in the summer months because I like being really active in the summer, I like running outside, I can't do it on a treadmill, it's just it's too boring, and so that translates really well into September, October, November for deer hunting, where I tend to be in the best shape when I'm going deer hunting which is awesome because it's not as difficult or not as winded if I'm, you know, trying to hike over the next yeah, hill or, or help a buddy carry a deer out or carry my own deer out, whatever it is. But how does that translate for you? I mean, you seem like you're in like super good shape. Obviously you've only missed two weeks in the, in the gym in the past <laughs> couple of years, four years. So that's got to translate really well for you. Yeah. I think, uh, uh, it, it's hard to say I'm really in shape right now. It's, uh, when I'm in the off season, as far as I'm not competing, um, I train for my competitions usually anywhere from 16 to 12 weeks out. I probably wouldn't start one any less than that. But in the off season, it's more about just being overall in general a good athlete and uh, prepared for whatever I want to do in the upcoming months leading up to it. But um, yeah, I mean how you talked about it going into September and going into deer season and being physically active for that. I think, I think it's like three big key things as far as getting myself prepared to hunt. And that's one is nutrition. And you said it yourself, that's the hardest part. I think that's where most people fail off is in the kitchen because one bad meal can last three, four days. Yeah. It feels like once you're practicing good nutritional habits and working out, a bad meal is almost the equivalent of a hangover. It's crazy. And then obviously if you add in the drinking part, then your hangover is really going to hit you. But man, it just, it just blows me away. Um, how, how difficult that part of it is. But as a hunter, one of the cool things that comes out of that is the clean eating that comes from eating, like for especially venison and fish. You know, if you're a big fisherman or, or an outdoorsman in general, and you're eating venison yep. and fish, or if you're a bird hunter and you're eating duck and goose, I think that's, a really cool way to kind of deal with some of that yeah i think uh my last competition when i was still at like 16 i think it was about 16 weeks out when i started it and uh my trainer at the time was having me it was like a pound of burger or something and i was like you know what i'm gonna look online and i figured out the nutrition facts for a pound of burger per day of Deer meat opposed to grass-fed beef, or yep. I think I think I even threw in some antelope in there. And I 
was able to fit that in to my diet plan and get cut up That's eating awesome. the animals I harvested the year past. And yeah, and it was surprising. Well, I guess not surprisingly, but the antelope was the least amount of fat per pound, and then it was, uh, and then the beef, and then the deer. But I think the deer was only because I'm pretty sure I told the butcher shop to add fat into it. Sure. So I know some people add pork <laughs> and things like that to take out the gamey taste, but yeah. deer meat's pretty lean. Yeah. When I cook that stuff up, and there's very little grease as compared to just doing some ground chuck or something. Oh yeah. Because if you want oh, the good, if you want the good ground beef, that's expensive. I think. I mean, you look at look in the look in the past, our human history. I don't think we've ever seen a picture of an Indian that's fat. They're all usually ripped and in shape and not saying they all were, but historically that's how we view them. And I think that's because most of them probably were simply for the fact that every day they hunted and they ate meat and they worked their butts off to survive every day. And as hunters, that's a, you have to be in that's shape when you're going to cover good. those kind of miles. You're going to do those kinds of things. I mean, hunting back then was way different than it is now. Obviously, you know, I could basically fall out of my truck, stumble into the woods with my 30 out six, and wait for something to come by, and you know, eventually I'll get something. <laughs> like that's not right, the right. same thing as it was back then, which is why I like the bull hunting part too for for that reason. Oh uh, yeah, that's same here. That's a big reason why I'm a bow hunter. Simply the challenge and the the mental and physical part of that that brings you back to our ancestors and the, just the overcoming all of that when you do succeed is very overwhelming. Absolutely. But, well, uh, it's funny because I'm not drawn from any sort of facts here, but I tell you when I'm working out, it, it seems as though, and not like I have an internal gauge for this, but it seems like my testosterone levels are freaking super spiked. So when I'm like talking about being physically fit to a point and going into the woods, you know, as the hunting season kind of comes up, I feel a bigger sense of adventure where I'm like, I'm going to go that extra mile because I can, because I know that I, I have that, you know, that fitness that I've been working towards. I feel like a freaking beast. So I, I've like, yeah. if I were doing that out of shape, I'd be like, nah, I'll just kind of take it easy and post up right here. And there's a very different mentality oh, yeah. that I know comes from, from working out. Yeah. Talking about mentality. That was circling back around when I said there was three things I think are key to preparing for whatever you're hunting. I think that's from sitting in a stand all day long, 24 hours or uh, 12 to 15 hours, whatever you want to sit in a stand for during the rut in November and Mideast or it comes to climbing hills over in Montana, wherever you're hunting. I think those three things, like I said, was nutrition. And then the second one I think is mental. I think it's, a lot of people forget to prepare themselves mentally for a hunt, and I think that is key to going into any hunt, no matter where you are and what you're hunting, because if you go in with confidence, which is proven to come from being physical, physically fit and in shape, it's known fact that it gives you confidence with everything you do in life, and you have to take that into the stand, and you have to take that into the woods and transition that over into I'm going to go in here and I'm going to sit here. I'm going to sit here still, not move for four or five, six hours and harvest this deer. And that confidence comes from the fact that you know you can do that because you train to do that. 
So you have to prepare yeah. yourself mentally. And uh, a lot of that even comes from the clarity that you get from doing research and reading up on the areas or the animal that you're planning to hunt. That's part of the mental training that I think goes with it. You, yeah, yeah, then that anticipation builds. I mean, I get like, yeah, you know, it's kind of happening right now. It's July, it's the end of July, and I'm already starting to get that, I guess what I would call the itch or buck fever, whatever you want to call it. But when that air, when that first breeze rolls around where that crisp air kind of hits your skin, then it's like, I don't know, the excitement just yeah. goes to an unprecedented level of I cannot wait to get out there. And then I start yeah. buying every gizmo and gadget that I probably will never need and don't use. <laughs> I have two of already that I just can't find. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I know what you mean. That Like early September when that first cold front comes in, those are the nights I'm usually hunting. Late September is when the first cold front comes in mm-hmm. that I can hunt. And, and you get mad when it's like, you, you start... get like an Indian summer day and you're like, damn it, Mother Nature. <laughs> yes, it's Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then you try to you try to get your mind off of it because you know you're better off just not going in there and not spooking deer out when you can find something else to do, but you end up just sitting there. No matter what else you find to do, you're thinking about what's potentially running around your stand. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, but if I go in now, they're not. It's this is like I'm gonna catch <laughs> them off their game. They're not gonna be. There's no pressure yet, or whatever it is. And it's like there's no patterns, no pressure. I'll be the first hunter out there because no other bow hunter's out the first day, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, so, yeah. That's what I think, though. I'm like, well, if I who, go on opening who day, the first week anymore, yeah, yeah. they don't want to get bit up by bugs like I don't. <laughs> oh, that's a whole other story. Bugs, yeah. terrible early season, yeah. But uh, yeah. So I mean, you gotta you gotta eat right. You gotta eat clean, and uh, and that can be the food you harvest or the animals you harvest or catch. Well, for you, what a great feeling. I mean, like you could even in, in the bodybuilding world or industry, if you have like a different, you know, Twitter handle for, for that part of things, I'm not sure if you do or don't. I don't think you do. Um, no, I've noticed, no, no. <laughs> but if you did, what a great way to separate and differentiate yourself by saying, you know, Hey, to all the bodybuilders that they're a great job, but here's, here's what I'm doing. That's, what, that's not what you're doing. I'm only, I mean, maybe not only, but you know what I mean? You're, I'm eating the animals that I, that I've you know um killed i'm, I'm yeah i mean yeah. i'm that's where this is coming from for me that'd be really yeah great there's definitely me. some guys out there to, i mean i don't know if you probably follow cam haynes oh my god I, I can't get enough of that yeah. guy right now he's out of, not, he's a he's a dude you know that guy works a nine to five yeah i was just hearing that on the joe rogan podcast where they were talking about yeah him, and they're like dude that guy does that on his lunch break Climbs mountains. Yeah, he works at nine to five and then takes an hour lunch break to go around the mountain. That is where the metal part comes in. Cause it's it's not as hard to get in to get in shape to go around the mountain. Yep. But to have that mental strength in your head to work a nine to five and still find time to go run every single day. It's pretty clear that guy doesn't need to be working. Let's just put it out there. Like he does not need a nine. I don't think he needs a nine to five. I don't know what he's still doing. That's what they They were talking about. I'm like, what is he doing? But whatever. He's too well known. He's too famous. He's too. Someone will sponsor that guy. Yeah. Enough to. Yeah. I mean, he's, that's a whole nother level, man. I didn't even know those types of runs existed. The 200 mile, whatever, Bigfoot. (laughs) I mean, and then you follow him on Instagram. Oh, yeah. He's, he's just having a conversation with you running. I'd be keeling over like, uh, there you go. 
<laughs> yeah, he said, uh, I don't know where I heard him say it, but he actually even, I know the one run he does, he has this rock that he weighed, and he leaves it at the bottom of his trail every day, or every time he runs it, and when he goes to that trail, he picks that rock up, he puts it in his book bag, and he runs that trail, and then drops it back off for the next trip when he's done. Wow. And that's just, I mean, that, that's, that's a whole, whole other level of wanting yep. to push yourself. Whole yeah, whole level of dedication. You, and any other person and... would go up to that and say, oh, I'm just going to run it, and it'll just be an easy run. He said, no, we're going to make this hard. How can I make this more challenging? How can I make this make me better? And for him, that was putting a rock in his, or I, I'll, I'll go to say it was a boulder. Probably sounds more like a boulder than a rock. I mean, I'd be looking at it going, well, if I do this, what are the chances of me not getting down this mountain because I just injured myself because <laughs> I was being too stupid about me trying to push myself? Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he knows himself really well. He knows and understands his limitations, which is something that yeah. you know, a lot of people don't have. And he's got that whole mentality yeah. that, that just go do. I mean, there's no, oh, I'm on my, I'm at work. I, I can't go run today. He's like, that's not an excuse. I just, he just goes and does it. Yeah, he, uh, there's him and, uh, so there's Run to Gun. Uh, I think Jordan. Uh, I can't think of his last name. He does a lot of South Dakota hunts. All right. He's got some pretty cool videos on YouTube. Um, and then another one, Whitetail Fit. I just okay. recently found him. But uh, I'll have to plug all these guys for him. Yeah. No, that's yeah. cool. But uh, <laughs> isn't isn't am I? Tell me if I'm mistaken. Isn't Cameron? Is he also like a really really good archer too? Oh yeah. Uh, that's how I first oh, heard about yeah. it, I think, and the oh, running thing yeah. came afterwards. I'm like, wait, what? Is... And then I got confused if it was the same person or not. Yeah, every once in a while, his Instagram stories, will, uh, he'll have someone film him shooting just like 100-yard shots. And if I'm not mistaken, I heard him say he does that, if not every day, at least every other day or something, 100-yard plus shots, 100-yard shots. That's uh, That's unbelievable. Man, that's crazy. And then, like, what do you do when you go on a vacation? You just that that you have such a high from doing those things, you probably don't even need it. Well, I think he, if I had to guess, he uses his vacation days to go hunt. So <laughs> I'm sure his vacation days are probably another workout, epic, yeah. Another day up the mountain, yeah. Another challenging. He's big on backcountry hunting. He's an animal, man. He really is. That, that's a, that's the definition of beast in my in my book. I ever heard of one yeah yeah and and he he himself he's a prime example you look at him he for the most part probably stays between if i had to guess around the 9 10 11 12 percent body fat range which mm-hmm. is pretty good mm-hmm. and he eats the crap out of all of his animals and he's mm-hmm. constantly eating elk deer mule deer something whether he got it or the vast majority of the people he knows giving him meat they may or may not but i assume he gets some stuff from other people so he's constantly eating that stuff and he's all around and he's not young either right like he's at least late 30s early 40s is my guess just by looking at yeah. him i could be wrong and i, I, I don't want to guess i don't want him yeah. to hear this episode like, you sons of <laughs> that's, bitches <laughs> you know, that's I what know, i was gonna say i don't want to guess and be wrong because i feel like he'll make that run to my house <laughs> He probably could too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, if anyone listening here is uh, this one and knows knows him, I'd love to have him on the show. I'll try to chisel away at that one for a while. Starting right there is my first whack at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tag him in it. 
And then so we, we gotta we get all follow show. him on the app. We could all see him running through the mountains on the Where to Hunt app. That'd be fun. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, yep. Where can people find you, Cole? How, how do they get in touch with you if they want to? If they have, um, maybe they have questions about, you know, fitness or, or lifting or even in, you like nutrition or dietary stuff, or they just want to shoot the breeze and talk like we did about hunting or fishing or anything of that nature, or maybe um, they need you for, for business. Um, where can they find you on Instagram or Facebook? Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, if anybody has any questions, anything, um, I think there's three things everybody needs to know before they go out into the woods, and that is that they are mentally prepared and physically prepared as far as what you eat, and then get your mobility down. Stretch. I don't care if you do yoga. I do yoga every now and then. It's so unbelievably good for you. And that's going to come into pulling your bow back, having everything feel comfortable when you're in full draw and holding that for as long as you need. So be physically fit, mentally fit, and be mobile. And if you need any more questions about that, you can get a hold of me. My Instagram is Cole Sikafoos, C-O-L-E-S-I-C-K-A-F-O-O-S-E. And then uh, I'm on Facebook. I think that's the only other social media I'm on. But uh, Facebook, I guess, just uh, look up the same name rock on and then do you have a website for the business yet or no uh no i i keep getting told to get a website but i'm staying busy without one so that's good until i start to slow down yeah i figured then i'll start looking into some other reasons but um i guess if anybody's in the northeast ohio area and you need your house washed your driveway washed or anything power washed get a hold of me rock on well, hey, thanks again oh, for uh, taking time out of the outdoors to be on the on the Word Hunt podcast. I appreciate you, you know, chatting. Anytime, man. man. I appreciate it. Awesome. Yeah, we'll have to do another episode and uh, maybe check back in, come closer to season or in season. So and, things uh, are going all right. Yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah, absolutely. Cool, man. Well, you have a good one. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Everybody else have a good one as well as you. We'll see you. All right. Looking for a spot to hunt? Download the free Where to Hunt app for your smartphone today. Avoid hunters, see less people, see more deer. With the Where to Hunt app, you will know where other hunters are before you see them. Just search Where to Hunt from the App Store to download today. All right, so our tip of the week this week, since we're talking about fitness and hunting and preparation and bow season being right around the corner... It's a pretty simple tip, as all of them tend to be. Uh, it's going to be mental toughness, but I guess the tip is to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And that's interesting because that really resonated with me. I uh, I know, like, thinking back to all of the many years I've been hunting, there have been some legitimately uncomfortable situations, whether either it was the weather, uh, it was, you know, the the trudging through shit uh tall grass um you know hip flexors get really freaking tired after doing that for a couple miles you know uh it's it's not even that it could be cold because that could definitely be one thing but it's another thing when it's super duper hot out and uh, one thing that Cole, cole had talked about on an episode that didn't work out great due to the technical problems i had is he mentioned that sweat contributes a lot to scent control and so if you're in good physical physique and fitness and um, you're, you're ready to go in that sense, you might actually sweat just a little bit less if you're not so insanely out of shape. 
and that could really help with your scent control since we spend so much money, as we think about the last episode of the Where to Hunt podcast with Scent Crusher, that uh, you could save, not you save money, but don't let all that go to waste, I guess. It's not all in vain. So get comfortable with being uncomfortable is the tip I have, and, and it came from two different places, actually. One of them uh, was from Cam Haynes' website, which is CameronHaynes.com, and that was a little bit more with getting comfortable with the unfamiliar, and they were talking about mixing up all sorts of things, whether it's in the gym to, to do muscle confusion. Otherwise, they talked about some other weird stuff like put your TV in the closet for a month, drive to work using a different route, um, change workout routines, yada, yada. So that's that's kind of speaking to life in general. But uh, getting comfortable being uncomfortable, I think, resonated more just because, you know, you don't need to go to the gym, do that cookie cutter elliptical training workout. That's not going to do much for you. Granted, something is better than nothing. But if you're really going to push yourself, you don't know what you're going to experience in the elements. And some of us on some pretty big country, whether it's the Nicolay National Forest of Wisconsin or you're out west somewhere doing mule deer hunts or hunting for elk, you definitely want to be training. So, um, you know, we as hunters all know what it's like to be out in, in the woods and waking up two hours before the light and sitting in a rigid tree stand from dawn till dusk and, and fighting off fatigue midweek of, you know, if you're doing like a 10-day hunt. I think we've all kind of been there. So that's the advice I have for you for this week. I hope you enjoy the show and the guest. Again, sorry for the quality. We'll get that fixed for the next episode. Um, that all said, I hope you guys have a great day and gals have a great day. Uh, enjoy your ride into work or if you're listening while you're on the elliptical or the treadmill or you're out there pounding the pavement and you're, you're hammering, just like Cameron Hayes says, keep hammering. Have a great day and uh, hunt public. <laughs>